All things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta get doxology to God hollow because this is how we do it at All Things Theology. Well, greetings, grace and peace, guys. Welcome back to another episode of All Things Theology where I'm your host, K-Dub. And today, we're going to be talking about your favorite theologian. Hopefully not. <laughs> but if it is, stay tuned. Before we do that, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, and as always, click the notification bell so you can be aware when I drop content. Yo! Grace and peace to everyone here in the chat. Good to see you. Daryl, what's up? <laughs> Man, you guys going to be a little disappointed in Marcus Rogers. Uh, I mean, that's a given, but, but you won't believe what happened. <laughs> we'll get to that, Daniel. We'll get to that. You're going to be a little disappointed in him. Okay, so a few days ago, someone sent me a recent video of him refuting the Trinity, right? And showing how we just need to get along and. You know, guys like me are, you know, just mean spirit and what what else you say? Uh Pharisees and uh religious. Um well, you know, he made a video, so I'm watching the video, right? I'm on my way home from work, slaving in this Texas heat. <laughs> slaving in this Texas heat, guys, it's hot. It is I mean, it's hotter than normal hot out here. I mean, heat index of like one oh five, one oh six, man. And and it's Guys, I, I know you guys think it's hot where you're at. It's the hot that stings. Like, hot, be so hot, boys be out here repenting, right? I, I've seen about five dudes come to the Lord. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, man, so I'm listening to this video on the way home from work, right? And <clears throat> finish the video, cool. Get home, I'm going to download it, right? And... Guess what? I was going to play the whole video. I wasn't going to cut anything out. None of that. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was going to play the whole 20-minute video. We was going to go through it all. But uh, to my shame, or more so uh, Marcus Rogers' shame, uh, and I'll be bringing up my bro mobbing for Christ here in a second. I, 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 I'll, I'll mention you, bro. I'll... Okay, okay, so you live in Texas, yes, it's hot. Yeah, I'm in the Dallas area, so so you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that you were here. Hey, man, hey. Man, uh, brutal, bro, the brutal heat. So I'm watching this video, Marcus Rogers, like I said, I'm on the way home. I I, I come to my, you know, my fancy, my, 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 little, my little computer room, right, and I'm getting ready to download it, and it's not letting me download. Okay, that's weird. Let me try. Let me try my other method of downloading videos, right? I go to that. Uh-oh. It's not working. That's strange. That's odd. I try to play the video again. <laughs> I get the this video was no longer available. I I, I got to I got to do like call service, right? Cuz that's how I felt like Wait, what do you, what do you mean it's no longer available? I go to my phone so maybe I can screen record it. It's gone. The video is done. Dun. Hold on, wait. I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta play the music for this man. Um, wait, no, no, that that's that's not it. That's where, where, where's my, where's my? Uh, oh, here we go. 
I go to download the video and it's gone. It's gone, man. The video is gone. <laughs> Marcus Rogers deleted the video. But I got people behind the scenes helping me out, as I just mentioned. Uh, my guy, Mobbin for Christ, you know, he messaged me. I told him, hey, he's the one that sent the video to me. He's like, you see this? I was like, you know, I'll watch it later, you know. I was like, hey, man, he deleted the video. <laughs> so, the egg hatch. Yeah, apparently. So there was no more use. Even though God, funny enough, in the video, he tells him God wants him to do this. But I guess God changed his mind. Hey, Marcus Rogers Theoli, right? Trump was going to win the presidency, twenty, you know, 2020. Then apparently that changed. So I'm not surprised that God is always changing his mind in Marcus Rogers theology because... <laughs> He is his own God. But my boy Mobbing for Christ got me a five-minute video before he deleted it. So maybe it's not enough. It's not as much. There was so much wrong with the video. But this section actually shows a lot. This action, this video shows a lot because it shows he does not understand the Trinity. We're going to play that here in a second. But I went and watched a previous video. Someone said he cooked that egg with the heat outside. <laughs> I went and watched a previous video, and there was a lot of things in that video said that was actually in his deleted video. So um, we'll play that video as well. But I want to I want to share this quote because <laughs> it started off right with the Marcus Rogers quote. What I'm about to say about to make some people mad. <laughs> That's every video of Marcus Rogers. He says that, right? And you know there's gonna be hold on. <clears throat> Matter of fact, uh, let me let me actually help you out on that quote. What I'm about to say is about to make some people mad. You know, it's gonna upset the religious spirits. If that's you watching, you know, you might be a Pharisee, but pray about it. <laughs> that's how a Marcus Rogers videos starts or ends. <laughs> you can run, but you can't hide. Yeah, so. Matter of fact, guys, if you are watching the show support, make sure you like it, like this video right now. You know, unlike Marcus Rogers, I'm not out here deleting my videos when I can't uh, substantiate my point of view. Let me actually give the reason why I think Marcus Rogers deletes a lot of videos, because this isn't the first time. Hey, guess what? Spoiler alert. It won't be the last. <laughs> this isn't the first time he's uh, deleted videos. You guys remember the video he did? Um with his buddy, I can't remember his first name, but I think his last name is Jackson, about God being, what, chiseled, and what, what do he say, 100 feet high, or miles, miles wide and high, however, yo, that video got deleted, right, but hey, I did the review of that, why I think Marcus Rogers deletes a lot of his videos, well, I think I would believe he does that so he can't be pinned to any theological statement he's made in the past. Right? Yes, Ty Jackson, that's his name. I believe that's why Marcus Rogers deletes his videos, right? Because, yes, 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 1,700 miles. You see, you've been, you've been around the channel for a while. <laughs> 1,700 miles wide, right? That's how big God is. You know, they deleted that video. And Marcus Rogers deletes a lot of his videos, particularly when it comes to the Trinity, a lot. He, he, 
he deletes a lot of his videos where he where he pins down a theological statement. He'll end up deleting it eventually, either because he's changed his view or he contradicts himself. Let's be honest. And so he doesn't like to keep a lot of those videos up. Now, he, he'll leave up the videos where he's like critiquing culture. And a lot of times I'll agree with him on some of the critiques he makes about the culture. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, we share a lot of similar issues on morals maybe but we'll get into that here in a second too <clears throat> um let me uh <clears throat> my throat's a little let me get a little waterloo to clear that up <sighs> so good let me show you a clip a post a quote marcus rogers posted I, I i had to comment on this i could i couldn't help myself i couldn't help myself let me show you this um <clears throat> you know he gives his little commentary but he says, we do not have any right to look at a biblical text from the perspective of the 21st century and change its meaning. If the perspective of the 21st century does not fit with the Bible, it's the it is the perspective that is wrong, not the Bible. Now, great quote. Great quote. Excellent quote. But look down here. Look, look at the name. <laughs> R.C. Sproul. Now, if you know anything about R.C. Sproul, uh, you know that. Obviously, he's not wouldn't agree with much of Marcus Rogers' theology, right? Of course not. R.C. Sproul would have thought Marcus Rogers is a heretic. But I would argue R.C. Sproul would actually probably be condemning Marcus Rogers here. He's <laughs> saying, like, dude, I'm talking about, what's the famous, <laughs> what's the famous uh, R.C.? Hold on, what, matter of fact, you guys know I, I like... What's wrong with you people? That's probably what R.C. Sproul would be saying to Marcus Rogers. <laughs> Notice Marcus Rogers tries to use R.C. Sproul to control or to uh, really to validate his ministry. That's really what R uh, Marcus Rogers does. And most of Marcus Rogers' content is defending himself. You know, I, man, I wish I had this whole 20 minute video. You guys would see that clearly. But yes, what's wrong with these people? What's wrong with Marcus Rogers? <laughs> yeah. So, man, so much to say. I, I thought it was pretty uh, telling of him to delete the video literally a couple of hours after he uploaded the video saying God wanted him to, um, you know, make the video. Then he deletes it. Yes, yes. Marcus Rogers cosigns reading the text with a historically faithfully hermeneutic. hermeneutic. <laughs> then he imputes the Hebrew Greek reading. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You're a spot on, right? A couple videos ago, Marcus Rogers was literally condemning those who go to the Greek and Hebrew and uh, and are you know wanting to dive in some you know deep exegesis. He he literally condemned those people. Now he's quoting R.C. Sproul, <laughs> which is. Uh, you know, you know, telling people not to do modern exodus. Anyways, if you know, you know, you're right. All right, let's get into this first video. We're going to get into, wait, before I get into that, before I get into it, we'll, we'll, we'll get there, guys. We'll get there. I want to uh, show some, I want to show a classic scene that we missed from um, the Marcus Rogers video. Man, I was so excited to get into this. But he deleted the video. I only have a, a fragment. I, you know, <laughs> we have a fragment of the textuous Marcus 
uh, manuscript here. <laughs> uh, man, I was so excited because, man, my man used the egg. Oh, man, it was so good. Well, not from a, it was going to be a good review. But that section got out, you know, and so, like I said, we don't have the Marcus Rogers and the egg for the Godhead analogy. You know, for Marcus Rogers saying we should we should only use words in the Bible, where is God compared to an egg, right? Let's let's use the theology of Marcus Rogers for a second, right? He said we shouldn't use words that are not found in the Bible. <laughs> well, show me egg being compared to God in the Bible. You can't. So therefore, what what is what does DJ Khaled say? You played yourself, right? Mm. So you guys won't get to see this classic scene of Marcus Rogers. Uh, and the egg. <laughs> uh, yes, but we will see other props. Don't worry. Don't worry. We will see other props. So you, you guys are ready. I'm ready. Let's get into it. You know, lose some people. Uh, a lot of people refer to the Holy Spirit as a person. All right. And I'm. Oh, let me let me uh, let me say this because. It is very clear. You're going to see here in a second. <laughs> it's 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 very clear. Marcus Rogers has n absolutely no clue what Trinitarians mean when they say uh, three persons or the Holy Spirit is a person. He has no clue. No clue. Absolutely. He's going to misrepresent the Trinity here. He's going to misrepresent these things and really show his ignorance. That's why I titled this video. Marcus Rogers shows his ignorance of the Trinity. He has no clue. But, you know, there are some... You ever met a person that was so confident in their ignorance? That's what you're going to see here. And I don't mean that as an insult. I, I genuinely mean that. And we're going to see that here in a second. I'm, like I said, that, is an, that's a, that isn't an intellectual insult to Marcus Rogers. I truly believe... I No one can be convinced that Marcus Rogers actually knows... Uh, what Trinity? What the Trinity is? After they watch this video, even this clip here. I mean, if people are gonna be mad that I didn't play the whole video, you should just be mad at Marcus Rogers because that was my intention to play all 20 minutes. But here we are. Let's continue. Hey, the Holy Spirit has a personality. The Holy Spirit talks to us, teaches us. Uh, you Matter of fact, let me go back because he's literally gonna co contradict himself right here. Someone says, "Wait, he took the video down." <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. You know, lose some people. Uh, a lot of people refer to the Holy Spirit as a person, all right? And I'm, hey, the Holy Spirit has a personality. The Holy Spirit talks to us, teaches us. Now, okay, so even that statement there, right? A lot of people refer to the Spirit. Oh, Randolph, you got the original video? Hey, how about, look, send it to me and maybe I'll do a part two to this if that's the case. Man, I did. Oh man, <laughs> I'll have to do. I'll do a part two tomorrow if that's the case. Um, but nevertheless, let me continue with that. If you have it, send it to me, bro, and I'll just take this section out, and we'll we'll do the other fifteen minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah, Randolph, you have it. Send it to me, bro, or yeah, email me, and we'll figure out something. But uh, yeah, part two. So even there, he says, you know, a lot of people say the Holy Spirit is a person, is a person. Then he says, yes, the Holy Spirit has personality. He communicates with us. Right. 
That's exactly what we mean by the Holy Spirit is a person. That he has personality. He's a conscious being. He's distinct. He has his own conscious mind and, and, and things like that. Now, we're going to see later what he thinks, what he apparently thinks that Trinitarians will say when we talk about person. Matter of fact, let me actually, uh, yeah, when we speak of person, we're speaking of the uh, Holy Spirit can reason. He's self-aware. He possesses a will and is conscious. Now, what does Marcus Rogers think Trinitarians mean when they say the Holy Spirit is a person? Stay tuned. Uh, you know, God just, I get all of that. You know what I'm saying? You know, there, there's no doubt, you know, Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit leads, you know, the service tells you which way to go. But like I said, I believe like I, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. To me, the Holy Spirit is just God's spirit. So <clears throat> the Holy Spirit is just God's spirit. It's, it's not, it's not something that's distinct from him. Right. So, I mean, the analogy he used is, well, the Bible says it's the spirit of God's right. It's that God said he's going to pour out my spirit. So because he says the possessive my spirit, then that means the spirit is literally the father. Well, you have an issue with that. The Bible also says that we are his people. He calls, you know, those who are my people. So hopefully you wouldn't make the argument then that. We are the father because he says my people. Um, <laughs> let's continue on. So that's that, that's not a good argument. So I guess, you know, Marcus Rodgers has to use the prop now. So he uses the water and that being poured out. I, is that God losing a part of himself? Because it's not the water bottle, but the, is the water the spirit? I, I, I don't I don't get the analogy, but let's continue. Holy is the adjective. That is describing God's spirit that he's poured out. When people say that the Holy Spirit is a person, I understand that, you know, uh, we, for, we refer in the Bible to the Holy Spirit as a he. But to me, it's the same as like, I'm a he. I'm a man. So my spirit, we're going to refer to it as a he. We wouldn't say my spirit, you know, is referred to as a she, if that makes any sense. We refer to God as a he. So, of course, when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we're going to say he. Right, not she. That's how I think of it. Now let me let me let me What? I... Bro, what are you talking about, man? What is what is I have no clue what he what he's talking about. That had nothing to do with the Holy Spirit being a person and being referred to as a he. But we'll we'll continue on. Explain this. You know, when you Use look at the definition from an intellectual perspective of what a person All right, so hold on. Let me I'll, I'll back up a little bit just so we hear him. Guys, listen to what he believes or, you know, he gives his definition of person and what he applies it to what the Trinitarians are speaking out, speaking about. And, and I'll just say this. Marcus Rogers refuses to allow what's called semantic domain when it comes to meaning. Right. Semantic domain. Means that there are words can have multiple uses and therefore mean mean certain things given the context right but he only allows for one definition when it comes to person therefore he he it leads himself to a bad conclusion that the holy spirit is not a person watch this actual perspective of what a person is right you google it right now what is a person 
it says it's a human being regarded as an individual. Now, humans have. So <clears throat> let's look at. And because I have no clue, I have no clue where he's actually getting his definition from. So I can't really challenge what he's saying because, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know where he's getting it from because I'm at Marion Webster's and that's let me just read what it says. It says definition of the person, human individual, sometimes used in combination, especially by those who prefer to avoid man and compound uh, applicable to both sexes. Right. So that's one use. One use of person is a character apart as in a play. Okay. Um, another is, let's see, definition five, the personality of human being or self. Um, <laughs> let me see. <laughs> People need to be careful and not blaspheme the Holy, Holy Ghost and lose their salvation. Uh, maybe you're talking about Marcus Rogers, but I don't believe you can lose your salvation. Bible says it is secure, eternal security. Um, but yeah, so I, I, he only allows for, um, human person. Marcus Rogers refuses to allow that person can refer to other things. Now, per, uh, given this, let, let me, let me give it a, uh, let me give an illustration. A rock has being, but does not have personhood, right? A rock does not communicate. It's not personal. It doesn't have conscious self-awareness, right? But animals do have person, personality, right? They're, they're, they're conscious. They can communicate, I, et cetera, et cetera. So person doesn't just refer to uh, humans. So souls that can go to heaven or hell. One day your soul is going to go to heaven or hell. The, according to that definition, the Holy Spirit is not a person. According to your misapplication, again, Trinitarians aren't saying that the Holy Spirit is a human being. And guess what? That's going to be the definition he follows from the rest of this video. <laughs> Marcus Rogers seems to communicate that the idea we have when we say the Holy Spirit is a person is he has arms, legs. Uh, blood, veins, right? Eyeballs. That's what he thinks that we're saying when he's, sh he's showing his ignorance. For I mean, for a guy who God speaks to all the time, wouldn't he tell you that? But anyways. It's not a human being. Adam was the first person, right? So if the Holy Spirit is a person, then uh, Adam was not the first person, right? Bro, I, when I first watched this video, I almost threw my laptop. Because he said, well, if you believe the, that the Holy Spirit is a person, then Adam wasn't the first man. That's that's silly. That is that is silly. It, I mean, it deserves this. Bruh. You know. <laughs> We are not saying that the Holy Spirit is a man or a human being or a human person. That's not what we're saying, Marcus Rogers. Yes, heretics do say the dumbest things. Absolutely. So, Marcus Rogers, maybe it would benefit you if you actually talk to Trinitarians.
you know, like a guy want to three, four months ago challenge you to a debate, but you know, you said you were, you know, he was not on your level. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. You see what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit is just the spirit of God. Now, Jesus is eternal, right? And he's the word that was made flesh. Now, Marcus Rogers likes to say that the Holy, that Jesus is eternal, but in classic oneness theology, modalist theology, which Marcus Rogers is, he's a modalist, even though he doesn't like the term. I mean, he even titled the video that he deleted. I'm not a modalist or any other term that y'all want to call me. It was something like that. <laughs> It was something like that. Marcus Rogers, in in oneness theology, the son is not eternal. You know why? Because the son did not exist as a, as a distinct person as, as like the father. Right? He only existed in the mind. That's why he has said, and he said in this video before he deleted it, that Jesus is just a thought. He said it again. I wish I had it to play, but again, that's Marcus Rogers' fault. He deleted the video. You cannot say the son is eternal if he did not ex exist as a distinct person from the father. If that's the case, then we're all eternal because we all existed in the mind as far as the plan of God. But you wouldn't say we're all eternal. But that's what you do with the son, even though he did not exist uh, for thousands of years as a distinct person. And even then, it's the father who becomes a different mode. So th this language is, is, is not very helpful that you're saying that the son is eternal. You only mean in the thought of God. But again, that would make us eternal if you were consistent. And the Bible says Jesus humbled himself, right? To become flesh, to become man. Uh, Marcus is a heretic, but he, he didn't say that. Or are, you, are you talking about the, the Jesus being a thought? Yeah, yeah, he did say it. He said it multiple times and he said it in this deleted video. But again, I can't show you that because he deleted it. The Holy Spirit never became flesh. The Holy Spirit never became uh, a person. Philippians 2. So again, he's using person as human person, which is demonstrating he does not understand the Trinitarian uh, position. He doesn't just uh, understand the language you're using. So, yeah, he, he, he is. This is what you call in debate. Um, this is what you call in, uh, <laughs> you know, you call fallacious. This is called a straw man. This is a classic straw man where you misrepresent someone's position to make yourself look better. Well, see, these guys are saying the Holy Spirit is a person. What they mean by person is that he's a human being. And then the rest of everything you follow is a straw man actually against that. We do not mean that the Holy Spirit is a human being. So guess what? Everything after this is what you call a straw man. He, I mean, a, a five-minute straw man. 5-8, right? You can read that. And he took upon the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man. He was made in the likeness of a person. Think about it this way. A person didn't... Hold on a second. Um... He said that people got on him for saying that Jesus was thought, but he claimed to say Jesus was eternal. I promise you. He said in this video that Jesus was a thought. Now, he, he's because he, he's, he's saying, yeah, people did get onto him, but he's saying he still believes that. He still believes that. 
yes, motives have the same confusion as Muslim, Jehovah's Witness, and Mormons and others. That's absolutely right. That is absolutely right. Come and say, Oh, wait, Jesus. hold on. Let me go back because you got to hear this. <laughs> this way. A person didn't come and say, Jesus, wake up from the dead. A person didn't come upon Elijah, Samson, and Gideon and like sit on their back and give them a piggy back ride when the Bible says the spirit came upon them. On the day of Pentecost, a person... A moment of silence for that bad analogy. Again, this is all presuming on the position that we believe that the Holy Spirit is a human person with body parts. Which we denied. So, we're the ones arguing. You, you know what I'm just thinking of? If the father, he would have a hard time. In his theology, he would believe that the Holy Spirit is a literal human being person. You know why? Because the Holy Spirit is Jesus. And the Jesus is the father. And Jesus had a body. So, it seems like he's actually arguing against his own position. If, if you guys think I'm being accurate on that point, let me know. But if they're all the same person, then how could he not argue that the Holy Spirit is actually a human being? Since that's, he may say, well, that's not the mode of the Holy Spirit. But like I said, this gets real complicated <laughs> in oneness theology. But we'll, we'll, we'll shatter some of that here in a second. And didn't go inside their body. Right. When the, when the Bible says we're full of the Holy Spirit or when when it says Jesus was moving in the power of the, the spirit or full in the spirit, we're not filled with a person. All right. Because the person has a soul that can go to uh, heaven or hell. We're filled with the spirit of God. Right. Now, like I said, that's that. I mean, that I mean, we're Jesus resides in us, but yet he had a body. So that that even if. Even if the spirit, that, that's a bad argument. Although, the, obviously, the spirit doesn't have a little body of flesh and blood, but, uh, but yeah. This is not a heaven or hell issue, but a lot of people will get mad. They will get upset. They'll say whatever. I still believe the Holy Spirit, you know, is God. It's God's spirit. The Holy Spirit is a spirit. God is a spirit. Yeah, but you actually don't believe the Holy Spirit is distinct, right? Let, let me let me go through a text. Let me go through a text. And to show you how silly some of this stuff is. Because, guys, if you follow the pronouns in the Bible, you will not be led to oneness theology, right? Uh, if you have your Bibles, open it to John 16. <laughs> that deserves the soundboard. Oh, I got something better. He, I got something better. We got something better. Stick around, bro. <laughs> I got something better. I, I, I won't waste the soundboard on that bad analogy. Uh, John 16, start at the end of verse 4. He says, did I, I, I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you. Notice the pronouns. Jesus is with the disciples. But now I am going to him who sent me. Right? I think as you're listening, you are convincing yourself that Marcus is right. No, I'm not. <laughs> what are you talking about? Do you hear the words coming out of our mouth? No, I'm not. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how you would come to that absurd conclusion. But yes, let me keep going. Yes, yeah, so 
No, but now I am going to him who sent me. Who sent Jesus? Well, the father did. This That statement makes no sense if Jesus is the father. That, make, that, that makes no sense. And none of you ask me, where are you going? Verse six. But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Verse seven. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. So Jesus is going to ascend. Right. And he's going to send the helper. Now, this makes no sense if Jesus is the helper, which is classic oneness modalist theology. But I but if I go, I will send him to you. Notice he doesn't say I will send myself to you anyways. Verse eight. But and when he comes, that is the helper, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment concerning sin. Because they do not believe in me concerning righteousness. Because I go to the Father. Wait a second. I thought you were the Father, Jesus. You're going to go to the Father? Yes. Yes. If you follow the interactions of, of the language of the Son and the Father, when Jesus is referring you know, to himself, the Son, Son of Man, Son of God, and to the Father, then you'll understand that Jesus is not saying he is the father. <laughs> it makes no sense to speak like that. Right? It makes no sense. Um, but yeah, that was just a quick, quick uh, interaction with, with the text, you know, where you can just follow the pronouns and, and, and it demonstrates that Jesus is not saying he's the spirit. He's not saying he's the father. Again, it makes no sense to go to the father if you are the father. Follow the pronouns, guys. Pronouns matter. We see that today. <laughs> I don't believe there's two different spirits. You have God is a spirit, right? And it's his spirit that he's pouring out, if that makes sense. Well, and Joe Tui says, Oh, that, that water's bottle leaking. That spirit's leaking, Marcus. You better twist that cap back on it. Uh, I don't believe there's two different spirits. Well, you have to, again, Marcus Rogers doesn't have the language to, that is, um, what, how, how, how do I put this nicely? That's big enough to grasp actually what we're saying because he's already started on the wrong foot now that, um, um, you know, speaking about we being, we, we believe in that persons means human being. So, right, he's already started off the foot. So he doesn't even have the language to speak about what we've been speaking about. So here comes the water bottle analogies, right? pour out my spirit i'm gonna put my spirit inside of you i don't believe there's god the spirit and the holy spirit and he says go like they're two separate things it's simply just god's spirit now so th th there it is there's the modalism right there <laughs> marcus god's leak router routers right <laughs> that was hard to say marcus god leaks water i was gonna say rogers <laughs> um yeah so in marcus theology there is no distinct no, no, notice what he said there's not two distinct it's simply just god's spirit let me go back a little i don't believe there's god the spirit and the holy spirit and he says go like they're two separate things it's simply just god's spirit now, there we go the father and the spirit are not distinct even though we read in john 16 where 
the spirit is descending. I mean, anyways, this, this none of this makes sense biblically. So there it is. Mar Marcus Rogers does not want to be called a modalist or oneness. Um, <laughs> SMH, this ain't Holy Spirit led. I'm not even taken up for this man. It's the fact that you bash him every time I see your name is live. Well, I'm critiquing his theology. I mean, that's not bashing. Let's not use emotive language, you know, like this. Let's not be like the world. This is what liberals do, right? When they don't like something, you're bashing, you're creating violence. I am critiquing his theology because it's unbiblical. Not one time did I call Marcus Rogers out of his name. I think I've been pretty charitable to him. You know, <laughs> uh, this comment's funny. This is by no way is Holy Spirit led. Why not hit this man up and go live together and help him discern rather than bashing him? Well, again, another motive language. But I did hit Marcus Rogers up and asked to have a discussion, a debate. I offered to fly to Chicago. No expense to him. I pay for my hotel flight. We'll get more to this in a second. And let's discuss the Trinity. But Marcus Rogers told me I'm not on his level. But you're mad at me. We'll move on. We'll move on. Enjoy your day. If, if Look, if, if digging into theology and seeing what is biblical or not isn't an interest to you, then this might not be the channel for you. I mean, say it like that. Spirit have a personality? Yes, God has a personality, right? Can his spirit talk? Yes, that's how he's chosen to uh, communicate with us, right? You know, in the beginning where it says the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. That wasn't a person like flying like Superman over the water. It was his spirit. And I think what... Now, Marcus Rogers can straw man the Trinitarian, right? What Marcus Rogers doing isn't, isn't bashing, right? <laughs> but if I critique him and correct him, I'm bashing, right? Right? You're bashing him every time I see you live. You take a jab at him. This ain't. Okay. Well. All right. Well. We disagree then. I'm confused every time someone explains the Trinity. I believe Jesus, Holy Spirit is God. But after that, I'm like, it's you can't see that word or that word to explain. I, I don't get what you're saying. I've done a video. I've done a two-hour video on the Trinity. Maybe that'll help if you could uh, watch that. I, I've explained the Trinity. I don't think the Trinity... The Trinity is is very in depth, but yet it's similar. It's it's God. We can grasp the Trinity as well. You know, I I do not believe it's you know we can't grasp it in one sense. In one sense, in what He's revealed, right? So, and what He hasn't revealed, yeah, the Triune God is uh, unknowable in that sense, right? If He has not revealed Himself, we wouldn't know anything. But praise God, He has revealed uh, much of who He is. So, uh, no, notice, notice the reason I'm bashing. Y'all was calling him a false prophet. That's why I said bashing. Well, you wouldn't like the Bible. You wouldn't like the Bible. Paul was doing a yeah. Paul was doing a lot of bashing. <laughs> Can't call anybody a false prophet. That's bashing. Come on now. You got to be biblical over a motive. Come on. You got to stop that. The problem is where the issue is. You know, people read this. And they describe it a certain way. And so some people, when they when they, they read it... Now, pouring water into another water bottle 
it's not a problem, right? It's not a problem. <laughs> but using biblical concepts and calling that Trinity is a problem. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just showing you what he's, what he's saying. The only oh, using an egg. <laughs> Wait, what else did he use? Other video. He used a knife and and three pieces of paper and lights to demonstrate that's who God is. But I can't actually use biblical concepts. Anyways, it is the mystery of godliness. God is too big. He's too great to understand. But people say, you know, well, I'm just gonna say it's a person. God is too great to, you know. Too, hold on, let me, let me, what did he say? Only great is the mystery of godliness. God is too big. He's too great to understand, but people. God is too great, too big to understand, right? Yet he spent all this time explaining who God is, even though we can't apparently understand it. I, I, I disagree. God's nature is a mystery. Well, here, here's here. Cause I saw you, you say, you don't think we can grasp it. If that's the case, when we say God, then we can't tell people who the God we believe in. Think about it. When you tell people who God is, you're explaining that mystery. Now, we don't know all who God is. But we know what he has revealed. Right. No, Marcus Rogers is not right on this. We must know who God is. We must know. God is not a adiaphora. What do I mean by that? God, his person and being and work is not a side issue. Where we just say, oh, that's a secondary issue. Some people will be Trinitarians, polytheists, modalists, all in heaven. That's not, I don't believe that's the case. I believe the person and work of God is central. Matter of fact, it's central to the gospel. So, you know, well, I'm just going to say it's a person. But if we look at what the definition of a person is, like... The Which you already misrepresented in straw man. The way that we define a person, the Holy Spirit is not a person. He has a personality. And that's exactly what we mean. <laughs> that's exactly what we mean. No one truly understands the Trinity wholly, so I don't think we can blame people for not believing the Trinity. Yes, we can. We can know the Trinity sufficiently. I'm not saying exhaustively, but sufficiently. The Trinity is not a side issue. The Trinity is not something, well, you, you believe God is polytheistic? That's okay. After all, the Trinity is a unknowable sub subject. God can't, we don't, we... God could be one person, a million. We don't know. Right? I, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I don't believe the Bible teaches that. You see what I'm saying? But I know by me saying that, that's going to make so many people, you know, um, upset. You And it, think about it this way. You can read different verses like Zechariah 4, 6. My, if the Holy Spirit is an actual person, like a, like a biological person, and the Bible says that, you know, the Holy Spirit came on Mary. Remember, the, the, uh, the, a biological person, which Trinitarians deny. We don't believe, or sorry, the Holy Spirit. We don't believe the Holy Spirit is a biological person. But watch what he says. Watch the... <laughs> and, and she conceived. Well, wouldn't that make uh, the Holy Spirit the father of Jesus? Think about that for a second.
right? If if you're trying to make it like the, the Holy Spirit is like like Boy, if you don't get oh, He needs God. some milk. Ain't nobody got time for that. So he says, wait. <laughs> Trinitarians, right? If they were consistent, I guess would have to believe the Holy Spirit literally impregnated Mary because he has a body. You know, this is same, the same ignorance Muslims have used. This is the same ignorance, and Marcus Rogers is apparently, <laughs> right? You are not the father, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is silly. This is silly. It's like a, it's like a person. Oh yeah, whoa, whoa, wait. Okay, you, you, you want, you, you, you want the, you want the main one. What, bro? What are you talking about, man? What are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? Person came on Mary, and then they had Jesus. Then the Holy Spirit is the Father of Jesus. You see, what I'm saying the, it's just God's Spirit came on Mary, and she was impregnated, and that's why God the is God the Father. And Jesus, the son, it's just God's spirit. All right. Silly. Yes. Another verse he continually takes out of context. Great is the mystery of godliness. Absolutely. You know, many people in America today have a pagan understanding of the word mystery. Mystery does not mean unknowable. Mystery, biblically speaking, means something that was hidden that is now revealed. The Bible actually, make, that definition makes more sense biblically. Uh, you know. God's obedient vessel is heated and triggered because I'm saying we can know who God is as he's revealed himself. Yes. I don't. See the problem with that. So, yes, he's saying, well, since you be Trinitarians believe the Holy Spirit is a person, i.e. a human being, apparently, then that means a human being had relations with Mary and then boom. So silly. So silly. So silly. But as I stated um, a few days ago. He made a video, which actually preluded to the one, this one, which he deleted, by the way. I, I got to keep saying that. This video that I just reviewed is actually a, a segment that someone sent to me because he deleted the whole video, right? He deleted the video. So I'm going to play, I'm going to play that here in a second. Hold on a second. My friend here wants me to read 1 Timothy 3.16. Great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of godliness. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated by the Spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed on the world, taken up in glory. What's the What's the issue? Is it the mystery there? or I, I don't, what's your point? <laughs> Amen, I believe that. I believe that. Now, I, I think it's funny that God's obedient vessel, God's disobedient vessel, apparently, has been claiming that I've been bashing Marcus Rogers, but here he is saying I'm twisting his words when I'm literally just reading his words, and then he gets to call me an opportunist. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Um. Uh. Bro, Chris, you need to find a new hobby. This is lame. I'm out. My buddy sent me the link because he thought you would prove a point, but only pr- prove is you're bored. Well, Joe, <laughs> you probably should listen and, you know. <laughs> okay, you just say I'm lame. Okay, this comment's lame. Cool. Cool beans, as I say. Um, I, 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 If you don't see the point, you're probably not listening. You're probably not listening. So maybe you should uh, listen with the volume up. Maybe that'll help. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, but if you would see, the point is Marcus Rogers preaches. A f- you, you know what amazes me? I, I, I had this thought earlier. Someone can preach a false God, false gospel, false theology, all this. And they'll be more mad at me for exposing it and correcting it than the person preaching the false doctrine. I, for the world of me, I don't get that. There'll be people on here saying, you know, I, I agree. I agree with you on the doctrine of the Trinity, but you, you, you know, you don't, you don't, you, you should just leave it alone. Let God deal with them. Pray for them. You know. What else? What are some of the, don't bash them. <laughs> That's a, you know, critiquing the theology is bashing. Um. What else? These are some of the things I get from people who even say they agree with me. People out here destroying the sheep, destroying people's lives with false doctrine, yet you're more mad at the person exposing the false doctrine and correcting them. I don't get it. I don't get it. To me, that makes no sense. It makes no sense. Because one thing you have to do is analyze that statement in light of Scripture. And in scripture, Jesus exposed a lot of false prophets. The apostles exposed a lot of prophets, uh, false prophets. Nearly every book of the New Testament talks about false teaching. Acts 20, Paul said he warned them for three years, day and night, about false false teaching. I'm not even doing that. And then you're like, "You you talk too much about false teachers. Maybe because it's a big problem. Tell them to shut down their ministries, and then I'll stop talking about false teaching and teachers, okay? Until then, let me warn the sheep, as the Bible tells us to do, while you're being disobedient in your mom's basement. While you're doing nothing, essentially what I'm saying. Where, where are you at warning the, warning the people of God? But you want to tell, the, you know, the person saying, hey, watch out for the wolves. Hey, hey, hey! Don't talk about the wolves that bad. He's 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 kind of nice. He's not that bad. The, the, I mean, I know he's got sharp teeth, but he he's not doing anything bad right now. That stuff is infuriating because I remember being in false doctrine. I remember being in the Word of Faith cult. Yes, it is a cult. And 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 finally being warned about the silliness of this. My point is, Jesus always existed. That verse doesn't say the, the Trinity. I I agree that Jesus always existed. I I, I don't I don't see the point. Anyways, <laughs> thought, think you thought you made a point, but it doesn't say what I think you think it's saying. I remember finally coming to out of the false doctrine of 
word of faith and being so angered that nobody told me. I'm out in the street preaching the word of God like you should. <laughs> this this comment's funny. This comment's funny, considering I do street preach. <laughs> so that one backfired on you. Try again. Um, I remember being so infuriated that nobody warned me about false teachers and false teaching. You know, I didn't know. I remember coming to the truth and being like, how, how could nobody had ever tell me? And it created that zeal and that fire. I read the whole comment. Yes. People are more quick to defend a man than the word of God in the proper context. That's so right. That's so true. But yes, we're going to get to the second video. I've already <laughs> came along. Uh, let me let me let, let me get to the second video because a lot of things that were said in the uh, in this video was actually what got deleted out of the first video. So funny enough, he says a lot of uh, you know got of those things. A lot of those things that again, I remind you, he deleted. So and then once I started getting into one of those circles of influence, now people oh. Marcus Rogers is very upset. Why is Marcus Rogers upset? Because apparently he's hit up a lot of famous preachers, a lot of famous artists. And for some reason, they don't want to do a video with him. Right. But they'll do a video with like or a song with Kanye West. Uh, with a, you know, Justin Bieber. And Marcus Rogers is like, well, that's hypocritical. You won't do a music with vi video with me. And, and, and it probably is. I'll probably give him that. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever happened to contending to the faith? Whatever happened to contending to the faith? You want to come on? Maybe in a second. What, but why would you want to come on with someone as egotistical as me? You, 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 you bash me, right? You, you, you say all these things about my motives and all this, but you want to come on and talk to me. I mean, I find that odd, but may maybe in a little bit. Maybe in a little bit. People want to know, okay, what denomination do you come from? What your When I first started, people were like, wow, you know, your video blessed me. I felt the spirit. Then some of those... Hold on, let me deal with this comment. He says, and you were in your word, you figured it out, right? As the others should be spending hours coming against that could be bringing people to... I don't know what you're saying. It sounds like what you're saying is, well, you figured out by reading your Bible, kind of, you should let others too. I think that's what you're trying to say. But I came to the truth because someone was, someone told me, finally. And, and I think that's so unloving, right? Just let them figure it out. We don't do that with nothing else, right? Just let them figure out how to drive the car, <laughs> right? Just let them figure out, you know, if someone's doing something wrong, just let them figure it out. Eventually they'll get it. Same people, they say, hold up, man, this guy comes from a, a Pentecostal background. So then, boom, they throw you in this little box and they say, I can't listen. I just told you the video blessed me, but now I don't care what you said was true. I don't care that it blessed me. I don't care that it helped me. I don't care that it's blessing other people. I don't care that it's helping other people. I don't care if people listen to you and they stop doing drugs and they give their life to Jesus. You're a Pentecostal, so you're a fuck. So he's apparently mad that people won't work with him because he's 
Pentecostal. Uh, to be honest, he's oneness Pentecostal because not all Pentecostals are oneness. Um, and so, yeah, of course, <laughs> I'm not going to work with someone in. Uh, yeah, I'll take their advice, Kata, let them figure it out. What, it's funny how they, they can get on here correcting me. Why don't you just let me figure it out? This is your, your, your advice is actually contradictory. The Holy Spirit will lead you to all truth. Okay, so let me figure it out. Just let me continue and what you believe I'm doing is error. Right? And just let me figure it out. So don't leave a comment. Exactly. I bet the people who, who with Jim Jones wish that someone exposing Jim Jones. That's right. That's right. This that, that argument is silly. You're 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 coming on with me. One, one what what was your first comment? Lame. I saw you say lame twice. I ignored it. <laughs> I ignored it. Your whole comment is don't tell people the truth. Just let them figure it out. Yet you're telling me what you perceive to be truth, and not letting me figure it out. It's contradictory. But we'll continue on. This you're that that that. And here's what's so crazy, right? God began to deal with me about, you know, different things throughout the year. And then I saw all, you know, the, you got the Trinity, you got the oneness. People are divided about words that are nowhere to be found in the Bible that nobody in the Bible used. And then they're basing people's salvation based off of these words. And, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me do this. Just to show. <laughs> We're not basing someone's salvation off of a word. We're not basing someone's... If you don't say Trinity, you're not saved. If you don't say hypostatic union, you're not saved. If you don't say the inerrancy of the divine word, then you're... No one's no one's doing that. We're, we're Someone's salvation based off scripture and the concept of the Trinity. Not just the word. I'm, I'm, I know people who believe in the Trinity going to hell. So we're not saying you're saved based on saying a word. Um. So... What did I call this fallacy? Everyone say it with me. Straw man. Right. Instead of testing the spirit by the spirit, looking to see who's genuine. Right. The only requirement to be saved is to be born again. Just a quick. Um, let me. Sh so he says the only um, requirement to be saved is to be born again. Throw all that doctrinal stuff out of the matter, because all you need to do is, uh, you know, be born again. Well. Either he's not being as open or he means something different when he says born again, because we know from his last video, what he means or what he believes is you have to speak in tongues and you have to be baptized to be saved. So. Boom. Do these do, do you do these videos of yourself? Because surely you've made errors before and had to grow and learn. Well, you made errors in the sentence because I have no clue grammatically what you're talking about. So, I don't know what you're talking about. So, maybe Commercial. maybe not be so angry and slow down. It's okay. So, you know, to, when, when Jesus explains what that is in John 3 when, we, when he's talking to Nicodemus. And so, the crazy thing is we're divided, and here's what's so funny to me. Let me address this comment. Why not, why, my only thing, why just focus on Marcus Rod as well? Maybe this is your first video you watched, but I don't just focus on Marcus Rogers. I do a lot of other stuff. 
I do a lot of stuff. So <laughs> I have, what, 400, 500 videos. They're not all about Marcus Rogers. So I'll see people who are like in this circle and this circle, but then there's this overlap where we're posting the same things. We're having the same perspective. So the Holy Spirit is telling you the same thing that the Holy Spirit is telling me, but you got to stay in your circle. I got to stay in my circle and the body can't come together. And if you were to come into my circle and like we come together in unity, then people from other circles start bashing you and people from within your circle start bashing you because they don't want you to be associated with that individual. Right now, like for example, I got... Marcus Rogers has no um, theological, um, what do you call it? fidelity to to say hey i if a person believes this then i won't i won't rock with them like there's no no theological uh you know anything like that he he'll if you say you're born again especially you have a good plat big platform <laughs> he'll work with you so yeah <laughs> yes put down uh the water bottles and paper please and knives <laughs> And knives. Miles Monroe book. I got a Tony. Let me say this. Miles Monroe is a false teacher if there ever is one. Let, why do I say that? Miles Monroe taught, taught that the blood of Jesus Christ is not saved. And what he meant by that was the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now, you know, Marcus Rod, oh, sorry, Miles Monroe, he died a few years ago in a plane crash. Very sad. Um, but Miles Monroe is a false teacher, but here, 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 Marcus, Marcus Rogers <laughs> promoting his false teacher. And he, yeah, it is one of the people I listen to, you know, so yeah, figures. Evans book. I listen to a lot of different men of God. And if I say some of the people that have blessed me with their messages, people, why are you listening to that false teacher? Why are you listening to that false prophet? And they ignore the fact like, yo, that message really blessed me. Marcus Rogers is also confused on that. You can be blessed by a message or a message can be true if that's what you mean by blessed. It was truthful. It was correct. And that person still could be a false teacher. I remember when I was in my word of faith days, I was blessed by a Creflo Dollar teacher. Now, some of you guys are going to be like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? I'm going to tell you. He actually had a good sermon on renewing your mind where he pretty much exposited Romans 12 too, about being different than the world. And it was very good. So he, let me say this. False teachers are dangerous because they mix a lot of truth with lies. That's why they're dangerous. And, and, I, and I heard it said before like this. When it comes to the issue of discernment, discernment is not recognizing the truth from the lie. It's recognizing the truth from the almost truth. That's discernment. You know, true discernment, so. That message really encouraged me, right? And so it's just, it's so much politicking and nonsense going on. And, you know, people like me, we're never going to get in a lot of these circles because there's a lot of fornication. There's a lot of fake stuff. There's drinking, there's smoking, especially in that established circle. Not everybody, but I know for a fact because of the conversations, the messages that I've had, I've been around people who've been around people for a long time. And so, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who represent the kingdom, all right, to America who ain't really kingdom, 
Um, so I got three groups that I would say that come against me. People who use my name to try to build their own platform. Now, <laughs> it's funny. Marcus Rogers sees people in three categories, right? So if you speak negatively about Marcus Rogers, then, oh, you're using his name just to get you views. So let me say this. My top videos aren't even about Marcus Rogers. I'll say that. <laughs> my, my top big, my like top five, top probably top 10 videos have nothing to do with Marcus Rogers. But it's funny how Marcus Rogers will categorize you in these three categories, right? So one, you're trying to use his name for views, right? That's That's been his classic thing for a while. Oh, well, if you disagree with Marcus Rogers, your only motivation could be <laughs> that you're trying to get views of it. Not because you have a legitimate complaint, right? That's never... Matter of fact, let, let me just play these and you listen to them. Um, so I got three groups that I would say that come against me. People who use my name to try to build their own platform. People who love me privately like Nicodemus but won't stand with me publicly because they're trying to protect their uh, platform. Then I got another group of people. They're just kind of waiting to see, you know, how far this thing is going to go. So they don't. So three people, three, you're either everybody in the world, the millions of people on the world are either in three categories when it comes to Marcus Rogers. Right? You're either doing it for views. Those are obviously the people that disagree. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Marcus admitted he does the same thing. <laughs> so when Marcus Rogers does it, oh, it's it's godly. But even even if you admitted that, anyways. So you're doing it for views. You you um, what what do you say? You you hiding in the background like Nicodemus. Or, and two and three are very similar. Or you're just wait waiting around, um, just to see what happens. Notice notice those. All three of those are negative, right? All three of those are negative to you. There's no positive like, man, this guy is just full of himself. Like there could be no legitimate characteristic. Now I'll say this. There could be legitimate things that people say about my ministry. that could be like, man, I was wrong. I've been confronted on stuff I've been wrong about. I have people in my life that say, hey, bro, you were wrong. Now we may disagree, but sometimes I'm like, you know, I think you're right. But imagine if someone came to me, corrected me on my theology or my, my, my behavior, and I said, you know what? There's three people that kind of come against my views. <laughs> and, I, and I went through his list. This literally makes you uncorrectable because everybody that comes against you are these three type of people, and you can never receive this correction. You know, it's all about himself. Notice that. It's all about Marcus Rogers. He literally thinks everybody else is the market. The, what do you say? The Nicodemus and he's Jesus coming to him at nighttime trying to see what he's really about. Bash me, but they won't acknowledge like love for me or, you know, publicly uh, uh, because they're waiting to see if I'm going to transition into that next circle. So there's all now Marcus Rogers was in um, Dallas, Texas, uh, not too long ago, a couple months ago. And I went to meet him in person. I, I tagged him online and said, hey, man, um, you know, hey, I appreciate you in town. We'd like to have have a talk. I'll buy your lunch. You know, I think it's uh, <laughs> where I paused. It was is a pretty funny, um, you know, so, yes, textbooks poisoning the well. Exactly. I said, hey, man, I'll buy your lunch. I never never heard back. I was like, cool. Maybe he's busy. I'll see him tonight. So I went to the venue. And they kicked me out. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. 
I didn't do anything. Uh, I was kicked out. You guys, if you, if you guys remember that, you guys remember going through that. I'm not going to rehash that again. But it's funny how Marcus Rogers won't even allow for people to confront him if they disagree. These different subgroups and groups, and man, it gets really fake. I'm talking about super duper fake. Like, so, I, man, if I started showing you guys some of my uh, inboxes and messages, I have people just gossiping and talking. And then when I confront them about it, you know, they change up, they be fake. And and here's the thing that I learned about Christianity. A lot of these guys are not real. I'm not a DJ. I'm not taking requests. I'm going to say what the Lord wants me to say. So the re <laughs> But I might end up, I'm going to say what the Lord has me to say, but I might actually end up deleting what the Lord had me to say if, <laughs> for whatever reason, I I feel like it. But I, I think that's funny. The Lord gave you a message, Marcus Rogers, and five hours later, you deleted that message. People want to know why, Marcus. Why did you delete that video? Hmm? Hold on, let me, <laughs> let me do, let me do this. Uh, hold on. Why'd you delete that video, Marcus? We want to know. We want to know. <laughs> reality is, I know, I there's some churches, they're more hyper-graced, people want to say. There's some that are more charismatic. Then you've got those real religious, you know. Uh... Yeah, he, he, he mad because he can't get to the big money. Man, a lot of this video, <laughs> laughing at my bro. A lot of this video is like him like expressing his frustration on, yeah, why he can't get to that big level. You see how selfish that sounds and prideful that actually sounds? Hey, man, if I if I never grow over describers where I'm at, hey, man, cool. I, I never thought I'd get here in the first place. <laughs> so it's to me, I'm like, hey, I've I blown past the silly. But if that's where all God has, cool, man. Hey, that's cool. I'll be cool with my, my, my people who rock with me. Hey, this ain't for everybody. I get it. But he's mad because he can't reach that, that next status, that next level. New level, new devil. How they say it in the charismatic circles? <laughs> he want that new level, new devil. Groups, real stern and, you know, more conservative groups, more liberal groups. But I know for a fact there's people in every single one of these little circles that is sure enough saved and going to heaven. And we might not agree on everything, but the thing is, if we could get to the place where we're walking in the spirit, then we could have unity and the body can stand up together. And you, and you know what we say? We say, look, we're not going to argue about all these secondary issues, all these non-salvation issues. But if we could come together, we could stand together and preach against sin. Uh, we're not going to argue about, you know, the nature of God, who is God, you know, is salvation by works or grace. You know, we're not going to argue about all that stuff. As long as we can be unified on some kind of moral stuff, then we're good. And as long as y'all don't critique me, we good. <laughs> And preach, you know, that Jesus is the way. Man, we could we can really make something happen. What Jesus, Marcus? The Jesus of Mormonism? The Jesus that is the Father? The Jesus that what what see when you say who Jesus is, when you say Jesus, we, we gotta follow Jesus. We have to know who that Jesus is. We we can't kick this to the side and say, oh, it's it's just Adiophora. It's non secondary issues, non debatable stuff this this yeah in in that funny he makes secondary issues primary though like baptism and tongues that's right you can't look we can't argue on who god is but you better speak in tongues and you better believe baptism uh baptism is for salvation 
Oh, you're going to hell. <laughs> the irony. Here in America, put all the personal stuff away, all the, you know, the, the stuff that is not in the Bible, for example, words that are not in the Bible. Like gummy bear Christianity. Like, <laughs> like all this stuff he's been saying, right? That you're trying to judge people's salvation based off um, racial stuff. You know, put that stuff to the side because Jesus is the answer at the end of the day for every problem. Who, who is this Jesus? What Jesus? The guy down the street cutting the grass or, or who, who, the Mormon Jesus, the Islam Jesus, who, the, the new age, uh, word of faith, Jesus, we have to define who this Jesus is. You don't tell people to follow Jesus. We got to know who Jesus is. So we could unite and just look at who's sincere in the spirit and push Jesus that would look at look at who they're sincere, right? If they're not arguing about doctrine, right? Biblical fidelity, theological importance, right? They're just trying just trying to do unite. Hey, we gonna accept them. Tell those people who's arguing about doctrine and stuff to get out. Man, you guys wouldn't have liked Isaiah. You guys wouldn't have liked Paul. They are always making people mad. People did not like Isaiah. Man, you always got something bad to say. And I'm not just saying just being negative for negative sake. I think I do uh, encouraging stuff. This is not all about false teachers, but we got to talk about it. If we're going to talk about all of thus saith the Lord, we got to talk about false teachers. Be a beautiful thing. You know, I respect uh, these guys like Ruslan and Alan Parr. You know. They <laughs> oh, man. You know why he respects Ruslan and Alipar, and he's going to say so here in a second, so this is me putting words in his mouth. He respects them because they won't call him out. He respects Ruslan and Alipar because they won't call him out on his, and call him a false teacher. Watch. You don't believe me? Watch. They've had me on their channels. We've talked some things out. We didn't agree, and at the end, they didn't, they didn't say, oh, he's a wolf, he's a this, because people know if they're genuine and they really love the Lord, you know who's who. Now, you, you you might say, hey, I don't agree. Let me put it this way. When people call me a wolf, I say, man, that, that guy ain't no way he got the Holy Spirit because it's just not. So uh, so he, he likes people who, who won't say he's a false teacher, right? Those are the people he likes, right? Those are the people who go on their shows. You're not going to call, if, you, if you're going to call Marcus Roger a false teacher, it ain't happening. You're not talking to him, right? You, you, you're going to be soft with Marcus Rogers? Oh, yeah, he going to love that. Right, we saw how he did all of them when he was in his car. He was like, I gotta go, <laughs> peace. Right, Mar Marcus Rogers had the, all all those guys in theological whirlwinds. I'll give him that. Doesn't mean he's right, but notice what he says. If you don't, if you believe Marcus Rogers is a false teacher, ain't no way you saved. Wow, <laughs> talk about stuff that's not in the Bible. That's not in the Bible, Marcus. Show me that. Where if you think Marcus Rogers is a false teacher. You're not a Christian. So much for the using words in the Bible and all that, right? He, he, if you start calling him a wolf, Marcus Rogers say, ain't no way you have the Holy Spirit. Wow, that's a large claim. True. I'm not out here trying to deceive people. I tell people, pray, study, seek God for yourself. I just want them to experience. So did Joseph Smith. So do, so do a lot of false teachers. So what? You see, his reasoning for him saying he's not a false teacher, so he's like, well, I'll tell you to pray about it. 
I'll tell you to seek God. Yeah, but if they disagree with you, you say they're not a Christian. You know, they're not a Holy Spirit. Marcus Rogers is the standard of what it means to be in the spirit. That's dangerous. Wow. So the, the requirement to be saved is to affirm Marcus Rogers as a brother. You can't be saved unless you do that, apparently. I mean, he does think Nicodemus is coming to him at night, so... Maybe he thinks he's Jesus. You know, the wonderful, beautiful things that I have experienced walking with the Lord. A lot of false converts, false teachers have wonderful experiences. So what? Joseph Smith said he saw Jesus. So what? Muhammad claimed to see Jesus or angels, you know. So what? Someone can out trump your experiences. That's not the validation of if you're in Christ. Regardless of how people feel about that, regardless if they like the way that I move, the way that I apply stuff, the way that I do stuff, you understand? All I know is God is with me. Yes, great question, Don. So what happens when they prayed, studied, and sought, and you believe there is error? <laughs> right? What do you do someone who's prayed, studied, believe they got a word from God that Marcus Rogers is a false teacher? <laughs> And anybody who got any kind of discernment who really have the spirit, that's going to be the conclusion they come to. I don't agree with everything this guy do. If you have any discernment, if you have a mustard seed of discernment, right? Let's use biblical. <laughs> any kind of discernment, if you have the Holy Spirit at all, you're going to come to the conclusion that Marcus Rogers is real. Man, this guy is arrogant. But. I know he loves the Lord and um, and that's that. And so it's the same thing for me. I look at these different circles and I ask, I say, God, you know, are they sincere? Do they love you? And then I don't mind connecting with them. I don't mind sitting with them. I don't mind hearing their perspective. I don't mind, like if you sit and you talk to people, you'll see why they think the way that they do. Now, I found that statement very funny because I asked, I asked Marcus Rogers to sit down and, have a conversation and let's have a debate. I'll pay my own way. Don't worry about don't worry about no finances, Marcus Rogers. I'll even provide the venue. It will not cost Marcus Rogers a dime to have a conversation and to debate. Right? I'll pay for the for the venue. I'll get the venue. I'll provide my own traveling expenses, my hotel. Uh what what else would I need? You know, uh I say the I say the venue. <laughs> yeah. All these things, Marcus Rogers, I'll provide. All you have to do is show up ready. You know, but he, remember he said, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll sit and talk and find out. I just want to find out where people are at. And no, you don't. You told me I wasn't on your level. All right. So if someone doesn't agree with you, they here, here's what I find with Marcus Rogers. And a lot of liberals do this tactic as well. Right. You have to. Okay, maybe you don't fully agree with them, but you're not, but you won't call them like wrong. So a topic like um, Jesus is the only way, right? A lot of liberals, right, deny Jesus is the only way. But you can disagree with them, but maybe you're just saying, well, you could be right about that. I'm just saying he's the right way for me. Now, if you come to a more position like that, now a liberal will have a conversation with you. But if you just full out say, no, this was, but they won't. And trust me, I know because I tried to have a conversation with uh, 
Howard John Wesley, which I'm doing a review on him soon. Stay tuned for that. Um, Marcus Rogers operates the same way. He's not willing to actually have a conversation with you if you stand hold to your position. You know, like I said, I saw that firsthand. He told me I wasn't on his level. <laughs> In some way, I took that as a compliment, but I don't think he meant it as one is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, Why they feel the way that they do. And honestly, sometimes a lot of people, they don't want to sit and talk with me, which I've invited, you know, a lot of these guys to sit down and talk with me. And they don't because they know I'm going to ask them tough questions. I have a reputation. Yeah, you sit down with me. You don't want to sit down with me because I'm going to ask some tough questions that you can't just say, hey, look, mystery, mystery. <laughs> now he's lying right here. Well, I, I, I got to do it. Why you always lying? Why you always lying, Marcus? You're not willing to sit down with anybody. That challenges you. I'm going to ask some questions that's going to put you in a tight spot. And you're either going to have to answer or you're going to have to, you know, tiptoe and politic. Marcus Rogers, toughest question. Are you ready for it? For Trinitarians. You ready? If you can answer this conversation, you're, if, you can, if, you, if you can answer Marcus Rogers' question here, you're ready for, for a conversation. His, his toughest question <laughs> for the Trinitarians. Well, besides the, is the Holy Spirit a human <laughs> um, a person issue, but. His toughest question is going to be this. And when we get to heaven, are we going to see three persons or one person? That's his toughest question. You ready for that? Then you'll be ready. And when people see you tiptoeing and politicking, then, you know, the truth is going to come out. So it's just something to think about. Like, the kingdom is bigger than your denomination. But if you disagree with Marcus Rogers, you're not in the kingdom. <laughs> but the kingdom is bigger than me. So my challenge to you is to just be led by spirit don't be so quick to throw somebody in hell because they're not in you know your circle your then this this then this guy just say if you don't believe he's real you're going to hell right you, you're not in the kingdom you don't have the spirit <laughs> then he turns around and say well don't be so quick to, to pretty much to write people off if, if they're not in your circle <laughs> amazing marcus rogers will contradict himself literally in the next breath i don't i don't i don't see how he has six hundred thousand people plus Follow, following him. I, I don't. I mean, he, he he constantly contradicts himself from the next breath to the next video. Nomination. I've met people that are sure enough love the Lord and God is clearly with them from every single circle. So that's what I'm trying to push. I'm against gummy bear Christianity. I'm against Whoa, where's that in the Bible, Marcus Rogers? Uh, you know, I actually agree with him. I actually think that's a, a cool concept. Gummy bear Christian, right? They're soft. They're they were, they only want the good stuff, but he's against using words that aren't found in the Bible. Not me. <laughs> he's violating his own standard. Yes. Yes. Hashtag that present evil age. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's pimping the gospel. I'm well, pimping the gospel. Where is that in the Bible? Marcus Rogers. Now, you know, I agree with what you're saying, the concept. But you're against using words that aren't found in the Bible, but not me, but go ahead. <laughs> against that weak preaching where we don't talk about repentance, where we don't talk about dying to the flesh, where we don't talk about taking up the cross, when we don't talk about the war. That's the other thing. A lot of these Christians in the established circle, they often try to act like there's not a war going on. They try to downplay, oh, there's no persecution. There's no none of this. There's no, no and they don't know what spiritual warfare is. Oh, God's not giving us dreams. God, you're doing too much. Spiritual warfare is not believing there's dreams. That's an interesting one. I've never heard of that. Just see God for yourself. There's a lot of different type of Christianity out there. 
seek God for yourself. All right? I'll probably make a part two to this, break it down even more in depth. So he did make a part two. He did. He just deleted it. <laughs> that was the video we talked about in the first half. Um, so, <laughs> oh man, he's hey, he stole my line too. I'm the one that Think says. About it. I'm the one that says that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know why he deleted the video. Ultimately, right? I I don't know the motivation. I have a reason. I have a speculation, but I don't know the reasoning. Um, it's very strange. You would say that God told you to make this video and then you end up deleting the very word of God. Well, isn't that amazing? I thought the word of God can't be uh, made void. But anyways, apparently it can't. Um, so yeah, I see there's over 100 people watching, 51 likes. Make sure to get the likes up if you're watching. Oh, y'all just treat me like Nicodemus watching in the background. Maybe, you know, hey, y'all need to come out and public support of your boy. <laughs> I'm just teasing. You know, I, I I think that's a foolish argument. But yeah, drop a like if you uh, like this episode, man. If you enjoy the content, obviously, um, you know, I, I, I've displeased one person. I got a dislike. So, hey, that's OK. That's OK. I understand. Not everyone's going to like the content I do. Absolutely. Hit that like button. Not everyone's going to like it, man. Um, that's OK, man. I, 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 a lot of people who watch the content, they watch it for a certain reason. They know they're going to hear a uh, 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 Bible. They're going to hear exegesis and exposing falsehood um, and stuff like that. Uh, there's one thing I wanted to uh, read real quick. And it's kind of just a Bible gauntlet of uh, verses. If you want to uh, write them down later, that's fine. But the Holy Spirit is a distinct person who communicates kind of going back to the earlier topic don't lose it uh the holy spirit is a is a distinct person he was communicative um a couple verses that teaches us this right a couple verses that teaches us this um, the holy spirit is not to be grieved if if the holy spirit was just a force or some kind of just spirit of the fathers you wouldn't use a lot of the language that the bible does for the spirit. Um, right. We are not to grieve the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 430. This matter of fact. The spirit can be sinned against. Isaiah 63 10. The spirit can actually be lied to. Lied to. Acts 5 3. We're to obey the spirit. Acts 10 19 through 21. And we're to honor the spirit. Psalm 51 11. The spirit was personally involved in, in creation. Genesis 1, 2. The Spirit empowers God's people. Zechariah 4, 6. The Spirit guides God's people. Romans 8, 14. He comforts God's people. John 14, 26. Um, he convicts God's people. John 16, 8. He teaches God's people. John 16, 13. He restrains sin. Isaiah 59, 19. The Spirit of God gives commands acts 8 and 29 each of these works requires the involvement of a person rather than just a mere force or idea let's continue uh, this holy spirit has life himself romans 8 2 the holy spirit has a will first corinthians 12 11 the holy spirit is omniscient first corinthians 2 10 through 11 the holy spirit is eternal hebrews 9 14 
The Holy Spirit is omnipresent. Psalm 139.7. Wow. So much we can go to. It's so in-depth. Maybe one day I'll do a, a, a video or teaching on the Holy Spirit and um, his attributes. Um, so, yeah. The Bible is very clear that the Father, Son, Spirit are distinct in their uh, you know, distinctiveness, right? Their, their, their personhood. But one in accord, right? One in unity, right? Someone says... Uh, Dude, you're hilarious, though I think you would make a great comic. <laughs> your con your content is awesome, too. Keep it coming, brother, exposing these wolves and sheep's clothing. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, when I was little, I wanted to be a, 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 a comedian. Maybe it's all that, all those uh, in my unregenerate days watching Dave Chappelle and Martin Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, so I appreciate it. I'm glad you enjoy the content. Um, sometimes I'm probably not even trying to be funny, but hey. It is what it is. But, um, but yeah, maybe I'll have to do something on the Holy Spirit because, man, the, the Spirit is also unsearchable, right? He, he, he's in depth. <laughs> so I nabbed this video before it got deleted. <laughs> oh, man, that was a good one. Yes, yes. Watch out because, you know, hey, my, the Lord told me to make this video and, hey, just might have to delete it, you know. You know, might have to. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, man, I appreciate you guys for uh, for all watching, man. Uh, uh, I'm a semi-comedian. Appreciate it, man. I'll, I'll take that. You, you, Man, you've been around since the open-air preaching Emilio Ramos days, man. Uh, so I appreciate you, bro. You've been around for, for a minute. So I always appreciate you stopping in and dropping by showing love. So I'm about to wrap it up, man. I thank you guys for watching. Another episode of All Things Theology, man. This is your boy, K-Dub. Till the next time, you know how we do it here. Grace and peace. Grace and peace, y'all. Grace and peace, y'all. Till the next time, grace and peace.